Yo, what's poppin'? It's your man, Dean Edwards, back in the building as promised. Welcome to the Father Mugger Protocol, man, podcast. Big up, big mic on the soundboards, repping all things comedy. Go check out a bunch of uh, the other people that have podcasts from man, Ian Edwards, Soccer Comic Grant, uh, uh, Billy Burr's uh, Monday Morning Podcast and a bunch of other cats over there. But I want to get right into this, man, because he looks antsy and he's trying to beat Absolutely. the traffic. Yeah. Uh, I promised y'all he'd be here because he wasn't here last week because his his uh, his aunt has Alzheimer's. And, uh, Alzheimer's? It's Alzheimer's. A-L-Z-Heimer's. Right. He said Alz. I, well, I, I, it's I, not I, 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 It's not leaving. <laughs> Pronounced the it's not Z. going nowhere. It's, Al- it's, it's not. It's not bouncing. <laughs> yeah, he has out. Al- <laughs> <laughs> like Y'all got my German man. Disease. Hold up, let me finish your intro, man. Well, hurry up, man. Got Get my man. What's up? Uh, y'all know him. Well, I first saw this dude way back in the days on Def Comedy Jam, and when I saw him, I said, "Damn, he's old." Back then, wow. Then I saw him on. Um, in the Don Cheadle starring HBO movie Rebound. Rebound. And, right. uh, 94 that was. And what did he say? 1994. Was that 94? Absolutely. I was two years in. At that point, how long were you in? Uh, uh, six months. <laughs> Yo, anyway, and I got this dude, he's like the father of every comic that's come out of uh, New York and Philly for the last 40 years. Give it all. From my man, Keith. Jim Robinson. Yeah, I feel like some applause should have. Well, I, you know, you making this big loud thing, and I'm looking up at your family pictures. <laughs> like we're not in your living room. With, <laughs> you got your daughter's doing homework. <laughs> and he gives this real, yeah, give it up, eat my man. Like we had the studio. <laughs> That's how we, we're in the living room, son. <laughs> we're right in the living room. We're right straight, in the living room. Straight out of, AC, straight AC out of the living room. Up. Straight out the straight out of the living room. Yo, Crazy father mugger named Edwards. Lives in the projects. I, I, I just want to let y'all know that. I do. We, I got, I, we got sweaty walls right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> the projects in the summer, you got you got bars on the window uh-huh. and sweaty walls because half the crib the AC doesn't get to. And he's got tube socks on a radiator. Two socks on the radiator and, and uh and we boiling eggs outside. We ain't even, <laughs> we ain't even, we're not even using the oven. We gonna just leave them out in the sun, and everybody's eating the hot boiled eggs. That's how we get uh, tonight in the for hood. dinner. That's how we get down, man. Hey, man, what's what's up? Thank you for finally coming. Finally coming to Brooklyn, man. I had to come to Brooklyn. It's a drive, man. Try to get now, to Brooklyn. How long? Because you were beefing. You no, know, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. I, that's like I said. Because I'm like, why do I have to work to do Dean's podcast? Yeah, bugging me for you know for a minute, man. I have. And then I come in your door, and his the white dude's like, hold that door. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> what kind of hood <laughs> etiquette is that? You tell me to hold the door like I can pull. Like we're in the business. So to paint the picture, y'all. So Keith gets here, right? <laughs> Keith gets here. I was in the kitchen making making uh, burritos for for the youngins. Uh, he calls me, Dean. Well, I said, Oh, you here? He was like, I'm at the front door. <laughs> and you see, saying this like like we really do live in the projects. Like you like you afraid like, to get shot. Up. Hurry up! An old lady some, had, a, some had a banger on. I see an old lady with a twenty two. There's a, the there's a Pakistani woman next door with a with a forty four. <laughs> and uh, and as he's coming in, I guess I, I we we get in, we kick it, and then Mike calls. And as soon as Mike calls, I'm like, oh, Mike must be at the front door. He's like, oh, you are home. I said, yeah. He was like, nah, cause is is your, is your dude Keith here? I said, yeah. He was like, I saw him. I told him to hold the door. And go ahead. And Keith was but like, that's the funny thing. Is like, why would I hold the door for a random white dude? In the cap, no less. That I don't know. Talk about holding it. What kind of hood training is that? Who does that? Oh, sure, white guy. Come on right in. I don't know you. That's that's how every every movie and or story with a serial killer yeah. starts out. Hold the door. Hold the door. Everybody got better moves than that. <laughs> hold the door for what? <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! Now Keith uh, just came straight from. But from, Dean, let me just ask you. Okay. I know I'm sorry to cut you nah, off. No, 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 no. Why do I have to take my shoes off to come in the project building? Well, well, because you know, you, you know, people in the project. Nobody ever tell you to take your shoes gotta, off. You gotta act like you you have a, a, a high post house shoot. Even if you got sweaty wall, walls and you boiling eggs out on the. Uh, <laughs> 
on the windowsill. You got to act like you you living in a mansion. Yo, man, respect my project. Respect my... <laughs> respect my... <laughs> Take your shoes off. Hey, hey, brother, listen. Um, I know you went through a pissy stairway <laughs> to get up here, but I'm going to need you... you I need you to take I'm gonna those, need you to take boots them, them boots off, man. Take those Tims off. Take them Tims off and respect <laughs> my space. My seeds are my crawling shit. through. My grown <laughs> seeds are crawling through here. Nah, Dane has actually a nice house and it bugs me. Why is it bug you? You're supposed to be I don't happy that. I wanted to come Hold here up, and you... see stuff busted up, man. You, are... you know what's funny? Hold up. I actually told myself <laughs> I got to show you because Keith. Hey, Keith, um, I've known Keith, and we'll get all into that. I've known Keith pretty much since, since forever. And I have a picture. I, hold up. I want to show you from the wedding. I don't think you've ever seen these pictures. Uh, no, I ain't see those pictures from the wedding. Now, Keith, be, be honest. My, was my, my wedding was whack? No, you had one of the best weddings Boom. I've ever seen. It was, it was a, If it was a wedding, you know, rank of some sort of Mount Rushmore weddings, you right. ought to be on it. Right. Kev's, Kev's is going to take... Kev's probably going to knock it out the box, oh, though, right? Oh, Kev, Kev, no. Kev, no, you don't think no. so? I like where your head's Not at. Not at all. I like where your head's at. No, you, you had a, we, a, we had a, a top 10 wedding Mike, of we all had, time. We had, to fly, we had to fly a wedding. I'm, I'm showing Keith, Keith one of the, uh, the, the books because, uh, Keith, I don't even know where... When Keith and I greet each other... We, um, like most people give a pound or give the soul, the soul pound and a hug. But when Keith and I, look, that's, that's a dope picture. That's a dope picture. That's, <laughs> I, you know what? That might be the picture for the podcast. I might, I might post that picture because it's, it's, it's a dope picture. Because we're getting ready. Because we, we sizing each other up <laughs> and getting ready. And we usually count it down. We get, most people just give like one pound and hug and that's it. We go at least, what, at least six. Six, six, good six is a good average. On a good day. On a good day. Getting Sometimes we get, home, yeah. Put yeah. it down about three and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we had we had a, I, I, what I loved about my wedding man is 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 you know we made sure to make it about cuz I mean my wife's been around it, my wife knows all the comics and so we had to make it comedy ready it was right? comedy ready it was comedy man, that's the best way to put it, it was comedy I ready I walked in there looking around I walked in <laughs> sniffing for trouble I see Todd with his orange suit Todd has some orange OJ suit oh, on shoot. I see it <laughs> <laughs> it's Todd and Artie. Yeah, Todd Artie. Tracy Lauren, uh, yeah. Mark we Theobald, Will. Hold up. There was a nice picture. Patrice with was on Patrice there. Patrice in his sweatsuit. He had a three-piece sweatsuit. <laughs> <laughs> Patrice, Sink, in Rudy Rush. Look, look. Why, why Patrice had this? Why? He had a, he had a Kango and a sweatsuit it on. It didn't make any sense. As, as if no one... As, but, if, but you know as what, if the men's warehouse doesn't have a big and super tall Patrice section. Patrice didn't find his real style yet. You, you know what? That's, that's exactly that's, what that's it is. That's a good one. point. You know, you, you, know, you in a, a, a certain point. vibe, yeah. you, you go to find your vibe. Yeah. Like, what should I yeah. be wearing? And yeah. you try several styles before you settle You know what? One. And now that you say that, you raise a good point. Because Patrice went through, if you watch from his Comedy Central special. Yeah. The County Central, he had no. The HBO, he had the long patchwork leather. The patchwork. That's when black people were tripping. We went through this whole. <laughs> we went through this whole early millennium. Here we gonna leave Puffy in the shiny suits behind, and we took it back to like 1976, where everything yeah. was patchwork leather. Yeah, he had the patchwork. We, he we, had the puffy area where he wore the yeah, jump, but, where he uh, had the the, the, the jersey. The jerseys, yeah. He yeah, he was he jersey. was Mitchell. What was it? Mitchell and Ness. Yeah, Mitchell and Ness. Mitchell and Ness made made all those throwback jerseys, and, and so that and Patrice kept them in uh, Patrice and Turtle from from Entourage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kept Mitchell and Ness. And, uh, and then he tried to sneak into Kings of Comedy. That yeah, was his oh, final look, the Kings of Comedy. Yeah, yeah. Then he went he through his, his, his purple his, suits. <laughs> that was real short lived. Uh, right, well, that was real short lived. Um, no, but the, the, the wedding was yeah, that was yeah, that yeah. was amazing. We had a we had a ball. We start heckling your, your, your they preacher. They started heckling the preacher, the minister. The minister <laughs> had a had a canary yellow suit on. 
And I'll never forget this dude walked in, his the Pastor Nimrod. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Nimrod walked in. I don't know if it was you or Trees. And you know, like, hey, we got the 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 kings of ministry <laughs> are about to go on tour. You know, Patrice, you know, Patrice that laugh. Yeah, we just was uh we were going in on you. My mother man. hated these dudes. <laughs> My mother was disgusted. We, we were going to ruin Dean's Cause wedding. Because then, then at, at the end of the wedding, um, you know the the uh, you know the wedding, I guess program. It has our names, so it has my wife's name. It has Dean Omar Edwards, and you know from the <laughs> it was from the wire. So at the end, after they, you may now kiss the bride and now present to you, Mr. and Mrs. Dean Edwards. As we're walking down, you just hear the, the whole crew. Here's what's funny. Comics, everybody had their seats, but these fools wound up sitting in the back of class. They took up a cluster in the corner of the back of the uh, of the groom side, and I just they all stood up at the end and were like, "Omar, Omar, Omar's coming, Omar!" Straight out the Y. It was fun, man. We we had no, a, that was that was a ball. That we was had really a nice good. one. We I, I gotta I keep meaning to make this copy of this DVD because. Um, you know Calvin Fowler yeah. from the film, the Father Muckin filmmaker episodes way back when this podcast first started. Y'all check it out. But Calvin shot the wedding, and he had an outtake section, and he included a bunch of the moments where where everybody was snapping. Because what we did, what the my my only my only say besides writing the checks for that wedding was. Um, cause I was on TV, so I had to, and I made a wait seven years. So it was like, I had to, I couldn't say, I ain't got the money. So, uh, my only, my only suggestion that I, or that I was really putting my foot down, I said, you know what? Let's do everything in one location because I know when I go to a wedding, I can't stand going to a church and, and then we got to drive to somewhere else and wait for the bride and groom and their party to take their pictures. So this place up in uh, what was that? White Plains and um, Long Island. Buddy. It was like it was like Something Long Island, White Plains area. It's called Glen Harbor Beach Club or something. And they have a they when you walk in, there's like a nice sort of foyer where everybody just chills. Then everybody goes upstairs, and there's a chapel. And then downstairs on the other side, they have the. Uh, they have one hall just for the hors d'oeuvres for the cocktail hour and then the big reception hall, you know. And so uh, so we 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 had it was it was real because as soon as you walked into the just the, the building, comics started posting up. And this this is a thing yeah. that comics do, like uh, whether it's the Comedy up. Cellar, Boston Comedy Club, no where it is, you Patrice's wherever you funeral, yeah, anywhere, Patrice's you get it. funeral. <laughs> hey, you you go and get it. <laughs> you get it. And so as soon as you walk in. It's like a boxing ring. You find you your know, spot. And Dean came in, and we we won on him. And 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 Ian, that was like, you can't snap on the groove. <laughs> like yes, but, we can. But that's, that 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 broke up the energy, man, and made everybody relax. And and, and yo, we just had a we had a cipher. We had a cipher snapping, and, and it was dope. Oh, yeah. And my mother was like, all right, y'all got it. And I was like, ma, don't do it because they'll get on you. <laughs> Fall back. Fall back, son. <laughs> Fall back, mom. They're, they're too much of a zone. They'll attack you. Not my mother, guys. Not my mom. <laughs> Y'all left my pops alone, though. That, yeah, yeah, they left yeah. My dad's 6'11 and a half. They were like, hi, right, you know, we're going we gonna to yeah, fall back we, on him. We fall back on <laughs> yeah, But yeah, yeah man, it's, it's, it's good. It's good to have, you know, it's good to have friends in, in comedy because... You know, a lot of people fell by the wayside. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, like you've been out here longer than probably most of us. Yeah. And I know you've seen, because I know I've seen a gang of cats. I've been doing this, what, 20, 23 and a half years. Wow. And I've you seen, old. yeah, I'm old, man. It's all in my, it's all in my facial hair yeah, right wow. now. We I ain't put my get medicine rid of it. in. Put your medicine I'm, in, I man. Gotta, here, Keith also put me on to the medicine. Now, I, now right. here's the thing. I've been, I've been pre, I've had gray hair. Like, actually, my, my youngest daughter has gray hair right now. That's in our family. We you gotta pre get her prematurely medicine? Gray. She don't need medicine your, yet, though. You gonna get your daughter medicine? <laughs> <laughs> Just for little girls. <laughs> Just for little girls. <laughs> Come here, baby. Put this, put this just for little girls. <laughs> but so, so, so when uh, and I've told this story before. Like the first time I had that picture, that, that like, and it's funny because 
I, nobody else really has this picture. Um, but when 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 they all realized that I had gray, cause cause I had that afro for so many years. And so when um uh, at the cookout. When we had the cookout. Yeah. We had we had, we had Patrice's cookout. Morgan Freeman. They got on me because <laughs> it was the first time I had just cut my hair down, Mike. So I had just cut my hair down and I'm like, yo, you know what? So what? I'm I'm a grown man. I don't need to I don't need to do anything to my to my look. This is my look. Yeah. So we're sitting at the uh, we're sitting at Patrice's crib for this cookout. The sun was just right, and the sun went, when the sun was, is right. That's when the grays start to the glisten. Sun, they, they, they glisten like 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 Glinda the Good Witch. And we you know we, look, we used to young looking Dean. Right, look at it. You know, as young all of a sudden, <laughs> like, who's this guy? <laughs> so so hold up. So this is the picture Bobby Kelly caught it. Is I I don't I only like only friends get to see it. Bobby Kelly caught right as they launched into me because Patrice just stares at me for like two minutes while conversation is going. He's like, Dean, what? Dean, what's going on? I was like, I love it, man. That is hysterical because that is exactly this is the perfect. Oh, that is perfect. Gray. It was glazed black. I'm, I'm showing that. them the picture right now. So it's black and white. Yeah. Was, so, so Patrice eventually he's like, Dean, what's, what, what's, what are you doing? I said, what, man? He was like, what's going on with your hair? <laughs> I said, oh, man, you know, I'm just letting, let, I'm trying to be slick. Oh, I'm letting it emancipate my freedom. Let it, let it free. He was like, nigga, you look like Morgan Freeman. No, he <laughs> said, you look like uh, 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 Frederick Douglass. Frederick Douglass, yeah. And then everybody, these cats launched into me. <laughs> Gave me a new five minutes on stage, but they but they were killing me. And then and then Keith was like, "Nah, young fella, you gotta you need that medicine. You need that medicine." And, right. and and hey, I I stay truthful to the medicine. I because nah, it, it ain't it ain't gray. It's sick. It's, it's sick. You know, the that's hair is sick. Yeah, you got it. a young looking fella. Yeah, He's not man. A whole dude, unless those grays come yeah, in. Yeah, them grays come in. I suddenly yeah, I you. That would look like Sarge from Soldier Store. <laughs> the day of the Geechee. Yeah, yeah, Geechee. You was a Geechee. <laughs> oh, shoot. Even Kev, I remember that was when we went to um, Kev's crib. Even Kev was like, oh, they, oh I got mine in right now. <laughs> Kevin or Kev was like, oh, I got a fresh coat in. I just got mine in. That's right. You got to get your, your, your medicine. But he wouldn't put a shirt on. He walked around. He walked around that his house. Disturbing. That was awkward. To watch Kev walk around. We don't care about your newly Kev, found muscles. I know muscles. you're muscular now, but stop. You know? You're, you're, I mean, if I ever get a six-pack, I'm not, I'm not going to guarantee I'm not going to walk around but without a shirt. Walk around. I can't even guarantee it. You know, But I, you're going to walk around. You, you got to pick and choose where you walk around. I'm like, a, like, no. I'll go everywhere. I'll go to church. I'll show up to <laughs> Sunday school. If I get a, If I get a six-pack... I ain't never had a six pack. I get a six pack. I'm going to Sunday school with, with <laughs> some nice, nice pair of trousers, some good shoes, but nothing underneath. No, no, no uh, top. Maybe, maybe a blazer, a vest, a vest, a vest like Joe Tory. Yeah, like Joe Tory. Rock a Joe Tory look, <laughs> but he won't. You won't button it. You gotta no, let. You no. gotta let the, I'm gonna the let six, pack six pack free. Show. So I'm not. I'm not sure what I'll do. Okay. Okay. A, you know. So, so we ain't married. I ain't never had no six pack. So <laughs> you ever had a six pack? I had. You know, it's funny. I had a six pack. You, you gotta, gotta show us say proof. That. You I gotta did. show proof. You I just can't say you had. You can't I go just front. say, Dean. You had a. six pack. Oh, you pack. need me to go. You have you to know show. What? I'm gonna have to six pack. I'm gonna have to go get or at pictures. least have five witnesses to go. <laughs> yes, Dean had a six pack. I had a. Here, here's when I had a six pack. Tied. When Todd Lynn, remember when Todd first moved to New York, but, yes. but he didn't move here. He they just, didn't know you. Then. He you didn't have no six pack. No, listen, we were both, we we did this thing that uh, EAS, is, they make the shakes, EAS performance, they, they had this thing called the Physique Transformation Challenge, right? Mm -hmm. So Todd and I entered it, right? Hold up, hold up. We both are in our crib, in my crib, that Todd just wound up living in because he was supposed to come and stay for a week. And next thing I know, a year later, I was like, Todd, you, you're, you're still, still here. here. <laughs> <laughs> so he was like, hey, man, yeah, we let's 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 get in this physique transformation. Now, Todd and I were on opposite. We were not only opposite sides of the spectrum as far as uh, in, in the social world, but physically, I was just... A, a twiggy barrel of bones, and Todd was built like an amoeba. 
a single cell organism, just just like a, a mixture of SpongeBob and Patrick, right? So, to, to, when you start the contest, we had to take we had to take pictures of you had to do the before pictures, right? And then, so it's two grown men. In in bed in a sweaty crib in the middle of bedside, the top floor. So you're getting all the heat from the day. So it's it's just evil in in my apartment. And you take we both took pictures, and I was like, it's sad that I'm skinny and my body looks just like Todd's awful no shape having <laughs> body. So we did it. I think the contest was 12 weeks. We did 12 weeks, and at the end of that 12 weeks, Todd gave up <laughs> at about weeks. Six, he still stayed with the working out, Dang. but it's eating. No matter how I, hard you I'm gonna talk get about you pictures. This. We need to I, see. I, proof I will get of you pictures. I'm not gonna go mid podcast and go looking yeah, for. Well, you, I mean, you should have that ready because you knew you were gonna, you, you gonna tell a workout story. I, I didn't know. I we just went there. You know, you know but right? when you mentioned six pack, you should be loaded to, to show loaded proof. to show off the, the anybody the six can say pack? they had a six. You had a six. I had a six pack too. You had a six pack. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> no, I had one last week. Come on. Yeah, one last week. Yeah, I ate. No, I ate it away. You ate it away. Nobody has proof of Dean's six pack. Give me right, four right. people. Does Mark uh, know about your six pack? Mark, I think Mark does. Mark does. Todd's dead. You know, uh, my wife. And Is who anybody else? around? And the people from that EAS can testify that you had. A I can get pack. my kids to lie, but they weren't al alive. <laughs> like my Look as they turned it, as they turned their heads away. Daddy ain't never had no six pack. <laughs> Daddy ain't seen Daddy six always pack. had the second trimester body. <laughs> I want me a six pack before I leave this earth. I'm gonna get, get me a you, six pack. Well, you, but you box now, so you know. Uh, you know what? I box. It's the eating, and then I feel like I deserve a treat. That's the problem. That's my biggest problem. After I box, I work a nice time. Man, I deserve a treat, and yeah. I get me a nice frozen strawberry margarita. Ah, uh, yeah. And, and, and there you go. And the comedy <laughs> seller, you know what? I, I gotta say, the comedy seller is a great hangout. It's always been a great sort of watering hole for comics to go yeah. hang out, but it's. Evil if you're trying to do the right thing diet wise. Diet wise. Because well, you got to get to bully. You got to get the worst stuff. The worst food is yeah, the best food. Yeah. That's what's right. sad. Yeah. You know, if 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 the if the best food was what it was supposed to be, right. then I'd lose weight. Right. If, I could, if a cheese steak, <laughs> if a cheese steak was super, a superfood, oh man. I'd have, if cheese steak I'd have was a superfood. If, if a cheese steak was a food. A super full apple pie was, you know, good for your bloodstream. Let me tell you something. If 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 the comedy sellers French fries uh were were like yogurt and, right. and kale, I'd be diesel right now, son. That's what I'm saying. It's like you just those fries, all of the, the their, their fries are, are are amazing. The chicken skewers, and then it doesn't help that we're consuming this at one o'clock in the morning. I was I was there like two weeks ago. I was I was at New York Comedy Club, I think, and and stand up New York, and I was like, all right, you know what? I'm tired. I was out of town for a couple weeks. Stop at the cellar, cause Artie, cause Artie's back. So I was like, I want to go see if I can catch Artie, and he yeah. had just left. So I was sitting there, like, and like you just said, oh, I deserve a treat. I've been gone. Uh, that's what she. Said. I worked out every day. I was away. That's weird. That's, what kind of voice is that? What voice? That's the devil. I think it's the devil. That's what but made the me devil really has, understand. The devil, there the devil is a can't devil. Come Come at you evil. He can't come. I'm going. You need to eat it. He has right. to come. Like, oh yeah. You know what? You deserve what it. You, you worked out all. You day. worked out, buddy. Why not? Why did you look at that? Look, look, look at your six pack can wait. What are you talking about? A you, six pack. You don't need Next a six week. pack. Next week. Next. Let Kevin Hart have a six he pack. He works out. Hustle hard. We get it. Hustle hard. Huh? You worked out hard. That's all that's required. That's that's your that's your bonus. <laughs> Who? No, Kev is Kev's Kev's always been in decent shape, but he's now, been in decent shape. Now he has I can't a trainer. wait till he's a fat short. Oh, man. I look for I oh. can't wait till Kev has a belly and a and oh. has a George Jefferson natural. Yeah. When he got that little hole in his natural. <laughs> and it's gonna stop. Hustle heart will stop. <laughs> huh? Like he little fat 
short guy. Not worse than a fat <laughs> short guy. Gary Coleman built. Yeah, little Webster. Well, he has a nice. Oh, a little soft a, a Webster nice, body. Yeah, nice Webster gut. Would really make me happy. Come on, hustle heart. What happened to you? Oh, that'd make me happy to see him. Because the whole crew, you know what I appreciate? Spank didn't know. Like, Naeem is kind of diesel now, but Spank's like, look, man, I, I'm not oh, waking Spank, up to work out. You know what? Because Spank <laughs> is meant to be fat. <laughs> oh, so Spank actually... He has Spank a gene that causes fatness. And, and their working out is keeping him average. Average. But, but he he's meant to be, be fat. He's he going to be a be fat. fat. Okay. He's going to be a, you know, okay. a heavy breathing fat guy. <laughs> uh, breathing like Piggy. Like <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be a heavy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when Biggie at the beginning of, uh, what was that, going back to Cali and, and Puff called, he was like, yo, yo, Big, wake up. I'm up, man. I'm up. <laughs> Puff, I'm up. Oh, Cali? <laughs> Oh shoot! So so Keith, all right, we we should. I guess we should start. Oh, <laughs> uh, we ain't start. We didn't start at this puppy. That's diving. good. No, I, you know what? Because I always uh, like the the name of the podcast. Actually, you're, you're kind of an an uh, an inadvertent inspiration to the title of the podcast. The podcast being for the monkey protocol. Because and the protocol, you know, obviously being there's rules to this, you right. know, and so. I, I like doing this because a lot of new jacks always coming to me for advice. I'm not big on advice. I don't like advice. I'll give, but pretty much like you've always done, I don't, I have no problem sharing information. Right. Which I always appreciated about you because, you know, a lot of cats in, in not just in comedy, but just in all fields get bitter and, and as they get older... They get nervous, like, oh, I can't, I can't share this information because if I shared, then that's one more person that might take away my opportunity. But the way I've seen it, I think the way you see things are like, look, man, what's meant for you is meant for you, right. and so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you this what information I can, but you gotta walk your own path. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that's that's where the the title of this came from, and that's why I've been wanting to have you on for so long because. Uh, you know, not to get all serious, but I've always been, I'm getting, I'm getting emotional. Now I'm just playing. And <laughs> Mike's like, really? No, um, <laughs> no. But I always appreciate it from day one. I'm gonna tell y'all this story before we we go into Keith's history. When <laughs> and you probably remember this story, Keith. Uh, you know, Keith is always looked out for when when black comics want to are in New York City and want to break into the mainstream clubs because Keith has been been in all these spaces long before me, before Patrice, before Kev. Keith was in those spaces, right? Um, I I think the only mainstream club I was working was Boston Comedy Club. This is like ninety six, ninety seven. I'm working at Boston Comedy Club regularly, and I'm doing Caroline's. Whenever Caroline's has an urban night, like Hot 97, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Ed Lover would host and 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 uh, showcase a bunch of comics uh, from the New York City area, and then Louis Ferranda, who uh, who books uh, uh, Caroline's. If you're lucky, he saw you, and then you would get he would he would use you for when he brought a big headliner in. So. Caroline's the first club I'm really trying to break into outside of Boston and maybe like stand up New York. So Keith, one time he's like, Dean, and, and he's very matter of fact. You're very matter of fact, which, which I appreciate. He doesn't, he doesn't beat around the bush. He's like, Dean, just here, here. I'm at, uh, I don't even know who you were working with that way. He was like, listen, uh, I, uh, I'm working this weekend at Caroline's be there 10, 10, 10 o'clock. You're, you're, you're doing a 10, 10 o'clock show. So I'm like, all right, this might have been before cell phones even. I think it was. <laughs> it had to be before cell phones became prevalent be, yeah. because in retrospect, if we had cell phones, I would have called him. And back then you had like, you had a, I think I had a voicemail. Like, Maybe you have beeper. I mean, I had a voicemail. I didn't have a beeper. But I, I, I had a voicemail. I would give people, it was a 212 number because I wanted to seem like, uh, like I was always right in there. Manhattan and right there, right? 
Uh, so I had arrow beep and voicemail services. Okay, look, Mike, Big Mike just said he had arrow beep. And you, you, because what what would happen? You had a two on two number. People would dial and it would ring like it was a phone. Then it would go to voicemail, and I would just check my messages like every every thirty to sixty minutes, right? So uh, Keith tells me be there. I get there. And I'm waiting. I'm like, he's, he's not here, right? It's like a sad Friday or Saturday night. He's not there. Uh, I'm like, damn. Uh, I'm anxious because I don't want to mess up. I don't want to blow it. So then I finally go. I think Lewis is probably there. And I see him. So I'm like, hey, uh, Lewis. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, hey, Dean. How you doing, buddy? I was like, yeah, um, I think I'm supposed to do Keith Robinson's um, show. He's like, um, what do you mean? I said, yeah, Keith told me to be here for 10 o'clock for 10, 15. Oh, did he tell you that? I don't even remember if I went on or not. <laughs> I probably didn't. Or maybe I did because there was no one else. And so he threw me a bone. Uh, but I remember, I'll never forget Lewis saying, oh, is Keith booking my show now? <laughs> so then when I finally get in contact, when Keith and I finally see each other like at Boston the following Monday, Dean, no. No, no, you're, you don't do that. I told you to be there because what Keith was telling me to do, which I didn't understand, he was telling me be there because he was going to call in and miss his spot. Yeah. <laughs> and I was going to be the, okay, well, in case of emergency, back up, here's Dean, throw Dean on. I didn't know. I was like, that's <laughs> right. That's right. We needed phones back then. We needed phones. <laughs> I kind of remember that. It was one false move. I mean, like, because I'm always, uh, that was one thing. I would always plot those spots out. Right. All right, look, here's what's going to happen. Just be quiet. Don't say nothing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to call. But several times it's happened like that. Oh, really? Well, I remember I sent the stupid Patrice to (laughs) Gotham. I said, Patrice, just go there. And I'm, uh, Patrice goes there, and I'm called at the last minute. Right. Tell him that you're going to be there. Right. I said, and I called the last one. He's going to be there. He said, yeah, you know, uh, to hell with Patrice O'Neill. He lifted up the list and like, I'm better than him. Oh, God. Him. Oh, God. <laughs> 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 he picked up that list <laughs> after me, them doing me a favor, basically. And I like, I, man, I'm caught in trap, but Patrice O'Neill is in. You're going to come past, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And who's, and is Mazzilli? Is Chris? Mazzilli. Chris and is there, so he's Goofy like. Patrice looked at his list oh and like, I'm better than him. I'm better than him. He's just going down a list right. of who he's better than. Now, actually, he probably. He probably right. was, yeah. <laughs> but still, you don't do that. But that's not the, that's the protocol. <laughs> so. Not the protocol. <laughs> but yeah, that that is it, though, because oh, it's so- like, it always is a, you know. I always had different plans to get my folks on. Right, right, right. No, I think, and I think, I think that's, uh, I think that's carried over um, with myself because anything I've ever, anything, any opportunity I've ever had, I've always said, "I, right, you know what? Let me, let me see what I can do to pull in." I've spoken about uh, pulling my friends in to write on different TV shows from SNL to TV ones, vidiots, uh to whatever I've whatever had. you like, do, hey, let me you pull can in. do it. Oh, uh, now. Why? Why? What's your rationale behind my doing rationale? That? Well, I remember now. This is uh, in Philly mm-hmm. around in well in the eighties. Okay, like nobody was doing anything for the comics, especially the black comics. Like it looked like the white comics had a group. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? I'd be uh-huh. there, like, like a, hey, un- like a we, union. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I'm there. And they were giving. I never forget it. I this, this, I remember this vividly. They were talking on the steps. And this guy, hey, man, you go to this club, and this is going to happen for you. And they're giving it to each other, just one by Sharing one. The info. And I'm right there. Uh-huh. And nobody gave me anything. And I'm like, all right. And I'm not a guy that complains about anything. Right. You know what I mean? You know, I, I, like I tell people, I don't join circles. I make them. Right. So after that, after that, I'm like, okay. That's when I started a group called Comedy Express. Nothing but black folk. Oh, dig it. You know, right from there, I'm like, all right, here, you know, I'm, 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 I'm on, on some rebel stuff. How, so many, start, how long had you been a comic at that point? Maybe two years. Dig it, okay. Uh, about '86. Okay. And and then I and then I said, uh, you know, I'm a. You, we start our thing. I called Ralph Harris. Okay. Um, you know, I had Wanda Sykes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wanda was from DC. DC. Okay. She was DC. Ralph then. was Philly. Ralph was Philly. Okay. I had that uh, guy named David E. Hardy. 
mm-hmm. know, uh, Ronnie Long Ronnie. came in love with Rocky yeah. Wilson. Okay. So it was nothing but black guys. And I said, now, look, here's what we're going to do. We start doing stuff. So we have information that if nobody give me information, right. I got to make my own information. Right. So, uh, you know, we went to WDAS, the black radio station. Mm-hmm. And we started, you know, working on that. We started the Breakfast Club Posse. Mm. The messing around on the radio as a group. They, oh, they hated it up front. Because it's like we were wild doing crazy stuff, right. like on some. Because y'all ain't know the radio protocol, right? Well, the radio at that time was serious. Oh, back that, then, eighty, yeah, eighty. Wow, I didn't that know was, that. DAS was a serious. You know, they didn't want no jokers on there. Okay, telling jokes and doing. Oh you know. no, you know what? I thought you were saying serious XM. <laughs> no, no, you no. mean re- the actual word serious, serious. like it's straightforward. Yeah, they were I was serious. Like, Wait, what? Yeah, no, they were serious. <laughs> okay. in the word of. Right, you know, right, lakes. right, okay. You know what I mean? And we would do everything. And then we start, you know, TV show. We had our own TV show. So those same white guys that left me out. What was the name was of the TV show? to get in. Well, it was called, we did a Comedy Express uh, uh, thing for Prism, the, the cable network okay. in Philly. Okay, And it was big in Philly. Oh, wow. So everybody, what happened is all the white guys that left me out, Mm-hmm. Wanted to be in. Ah, you know ah. What I mean? It came like, hey. full circle. Yeah, it came full circle. Right. But that's the way it was. I mean, right. I'm, I, I, it, you know, that's what I always believe. Ain't nobody leave you out of anything. You leave right. yourself out. Right. You know what I mean? You create what you create. Right. Creativity can't be stopped. So that got us all back into that mode of, uh, and it was just from then on, just, you know, getting uh, comics, you know, mainly, they happened to be mainly black comics. That's what I know. But there was a lot of white comics, mm-hmm. dude, that came along. In the, in, the, in the interim, but it was just that that day I felt so left out. So I'm like, we got to have something to do. Black folk got to have something. Right. And I, you know, started that, and it was a way of us getting work. But isn't that always the case? Just in, in um, I remember uh, in Chris Rock's, his actually his first HBO special, the half hour, big ass jokes, he's, he was talking about, he was like, you know what? Uh, that's the, that's actually the antithesis almost of his joke because he said, you know, black people are the only people that always want to be down. Uh, when 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 the Greeks came here, uh, they didn't have nothing. They said, uh, and nobody wanted to include them. They were like, forget y'all. We gonna create little Greece. Italians came. Y'all don't want us to be part of. All right, whatever. Uh-huh. Little Italy. He said, black people are the only only people we try. We don't we don't, we don't even have a uh, uh, salad dressing. What do we have? Hot sauce, you know. <laughs> yeah. and, and so it's nice. To, it's it's refreshing to hear. Especially two years in, that's to me that's very revolutionary. Yeah, because would, a lot of people it. would be um, be so afraid of of uh, of rocking the boat two oh, years wow. in. You know, two years in that they would say, "Ah, right, you know, let me just lay in the cut." Mm. But but you yeah. you said you know what? In order to survive, yeah, you I have to. If I'm gonna do this, I gotta right. make I gotta make way. Yeah. And that's what, you know, we did. We 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 ran Philadelphia for a minute. We were on Power 99 and mm-hmm. all that. We Which was is just, still a big station, yeah. Yeah, we were just hitting it up. We, right. we was hitting Philly up. Right. And then, you know, after a while, it, it just went big to just go on. They started the Comedy Express turning to Express Entertainment, and they start bringing in all the biggest oh, acts wow. and all who, that. Who were the big acts at the, at the time? Well, big black acts well, or big acts, period? A, big acts in the 90s was like Bernie okay, Mac so and all the 90s. Okay, so it was the 90s. Okay. It went to the 90s. Right. And that's when I cut out and start really living in New York. Okay, okay. Coming to New York more. To did, you, New York. did you ever... Oh, so hold on. Now, being, being not only a fan of you as a stand-up, but knowing your history... Is that how your relationship formed with Bernie? Because I, you used to open, you used to tour with Bernie. Bar, Bernie Mac in 99. Okay. From 99 to about 2000. Right, I remember that. Me and JB did, you know, JB did some, I did some. Okay, whatever. okay. Whatever uh, Bernie felt like. Bernie right. was that uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> But that, that all came from, and that's how relationships work. Because like Wanda used to open up for me, go around with me. Right, you right. Know, Wanda Sykes. And, um, you know, so when Wanda got on the Chris Rock show, right. she became Wanda. Right, right. So Wanda... Because back then she was Wanda Sykes Hall. Yeah, she was Wanda right. Sykes when Hall. When I first heard of Wanda Sykes, she and, was Wanda Sykes you know, Hall. We came, to, we came to New York, New Jersey together. Okay. We lived together. We oh, were roommates. You? Okay. And, uh, and you know, we you know, I made sure we looked out for each other and all right. that. Which is how it should be. That's all from... You know, from coming up. Comedy Express and yeah. all that coming up, which Warren Hutchison, everybody. Oh, everybody yeah, I forgot Warren, yeah. Tony Woods had a, to see who he wanted to be with. They had something in D.C. called the Turn Em Out Posse. 
<laughs> and we did a we did a door. We said, "Who you ride with, Tony?" He's like, "Gang member." <laughs> Who you ride with? You would you would express you want a jacket because we had jacket. Did you really? We had a oh, comedy express. Come on, man. <laughs> oh wow. Y'all want to y'all you ride with comedy express or the turnabout posse, which is Chris <laughs> Thomas and all those oh, boys in DC. Okay, okay. So we we met and we and, uh, like Martin was Martin down or he had Martin already was, left? Uh, I think Martin well, Lawrence. It was an eighty. He was still around, but okay. he, I think Martin had left to go to L.A. Went to L.A. Okay, but it was a turnabout posse against you know comedy express. Yeah, and, oh, you know, wow. it was it was good stuff. Yeah, it was yeah, good no, stuff. but it sounds like uh, fun competition. Yeah, it was fun. city versus city, but all all, all love. You know, it it, it 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 wasn't Meek versus Drake. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> not at all. You know, which I'm gonna come back to because he's he's from Philly, and I know I know you and the rest of Philly are like ah Meek. What are, you, <laughs> what are you doing? What are you man? doing? You're making us look bad. Um. So so when did damn this this is uh so where okay damn I gotta go back I'm I'm getting excited because I love hearing these stories man when did you first first decide you know what I want to get on that stage I want to I want I want to be a comedian I want to I want to do this I want to pursue this when you pursue comedy you know I wanted to do comedy so bad I just wanted to do it I'd be in my room. I don't know what what your process was. My process was I did I was in my, I just wanted to be in entertainment. Mm -hmm, but I okay. just be in my room and mm -hmm. I my room, I put the biggest concerts on. Mm -hmm. Thousands oh, son. of people. Oh, Thousands oh, of people. Yes. I started out singing. Yes. Then I, you know, the girls were screaming. There's my room. My room, as soon as I, you know, <laughs> my room became whatever I needed it to be. And yeah. I'm in my room, then the jokes was there. Mm -hmm. The singing, I love to sing. I can't sing, but I love the singing right, aspect right. of it. And I sing to the girls, <laughs> just that little hand. Mm, mm, <laughs> and they fall out. And then, uh, you know, my, my, my if I leave my door unlocked, my mom or something walk in, they catch me in the middle of, uh, of a <laughs> Serenading. <phone. And> then, <laughs> <laughs> Your mother's looking like, wait, what oh, is this? I boy? gotta call some help for this boy. Right. Did but, you hold up? Did you because I used to do this, did you set up like your your cause I used to get my my, my sister's dolls and everything <laughs> and set up an audience, boy, son? You really had a problem. <laughs> Put up that Star Wars figures and right. G.I. Joe figures. But that was where that was okay. Every, that's what my getaway was. Yeah, I go yeah. in my room, close the door, and the concert would begin. So when your parents would send you to the room, you were like, "Good." Yeah, I was the same way. I was like, "You ain't hurting me." Yeah, my, you don't understand what I'm about to do. Right, it's about to go down. Oh, it's about to happen. It's about to go screaming. Off. Girls were screaming. Right. And yeah. One time, I my window, I left my my curtain open. Oh, and damn. You know, in the hood, they, they look at me. I'm doing this. I look. Everybody's looking up. <laughs> Everyone caught Everybody, you with your, yeah, my, your hand extended. Oh, I always had a. I was serenade women all the time. <laughs> and, uh, you know, then I was like, you know, I said, man, I want to do comedy so bad. And a friend of mine played a song for me. Mm -hmm. It was like, let me have a dream without being a dreamer. Mm. And, and I was like, you mean I'm in my room and that, you, that no, that's no good. Right. <laughs> right. No, is, there's to more to it. This. Right. <laughs> more to it. And that's when I was like, okay, I got to I got to do something about it. Okay. Okay. And then I looked in the papers and seen open mic night. Mm -hmm. How old are you at this point when you're living in the like, newspaper? Uh, well, teens. Yeah, okay. I was like 19, 18, okay. 19. Okay, and I was getting closer to. I started comedy at twenty. Okay, and I was close to the door, and I looked at the open mic night in the paper. Mm -hmm. I kept looking at it, but then when I heard the song, I said, "All right, let me get it. Let me just do it." I called there. What time should I be there? At comedy uh -huh. Factory Outlet. Okay, I'm there. Who sings that? Who sings that song? You remember Danny me, Bell Hall. Danny Bell Hall. Okay, no, that's because that's is 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 it's always interesting in hearing what's the spark. You already had the spark, but what's the catalyst? The catalyst. Oh, and yeah. it's it's interesting how this piece of art, this song that Danny wrote, yeah, um, in a vacuum and then put out there, spoke to you and essentially said to you. What are, what are you doing? You're sitting there. Your I'll, arms I'll, extended in your yeah. bedroom. <laughs> People see you outside. Your get out there. Get out your moron. Right. Get right. out get there. Get out there. Get out there. And and that was it. I'm like, right, I'm, 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 I'm going to go do it. And I did it. And I, it was like, I don't know what I have. I don't do drugs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know what it feels like. It's that rush. But that rush that was rush, so that amazing. First show. Yeah, man. I'm like, I belong here. Yeah, yeah. You know, I belong here because I was on that stage, you know, and I I um I did pretty good my first uh -huh. second one. Oh <laughs> <That's, Woo! 
<laughs> Lord, that mercy. That thing was so bad. <laughs> now, what well, what club was it? You said Comedy Factory Outlet in Philly. In Philly, okay. Third and Bank Street. Who uh, who was had anyone big come out of there prior? Who was already from Philly that was kind of established? Was Ralph already? No, Ralph came came came, came one year now, after. Ralph, here's the thing: Ralph came a year after I came. Ralph mm -hmm. Harris, he came a year after I came, and Ralph came to me. I was already around the. You know, I was getting... Right. But the thing about it is when you first start comedy, like I'm, you know, project. I'm right. a block away from the project. Right. Whatever, all, all my life. That's from right. South Philly. Right. So I had my Bozzolini on my hat. Uh -huh. Big hat, put an S in it. <laughs> I put an S in my hat. We called ourselves the Lord Gangster Supreme. Uh-huh. So I had my S. So when I started comedy, I kept my hat on, my designer glasses uh -huh. on, my gazelles, oh, whatever. Wow. And I would stand, I'd lean into the crowd. Yeah, you did. And, 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 and I'm like looking at him, yeah, what's going on, whatever, whatever. Because you were really, the first time I saw you was Def Comedy Jam, yeah. and Keith was real, uh, ah, like, aggressive on some. Right, but I was wow. more I was more aggressive when I first, when first started, started. Because wow. I was right from the neighborhood. Right, okay, okay. So I didn't have no. There was no filter. Yeah, yeah no, right. it was right there. Right. So I was, you know, you get what you get. What's right. going on? Huh? Yeah, whatever. Because I didn't know. The tricks of comedy or whatever right. he did, which right. was the good mechanics, at the time. right? All the mechanics, and then a guy named Mike Green was like, "What are you doing? You're scaring the crowd." <laughs> I'm like, "What?" <laughs> he said, "You got your hat on, your gazelles. Get yourself some penny loafers and uh, <laughs> and, and he pleated pants." So, yeah, he wanted to wipe me up a little bit. I'm right. like, "Huh?" I'm like, "Man, get out of here." I'm still doing me. Then I bomb. I said, maybe he's right. Mm. And I bomb, but I because you don't know no better. You don't know better until hurt it, like until, yeah. I, it hurt so bad. And I seen black women in the audience, and they were fanning. I, mm, mm, mm. oh Lord, have mercy! Mm. You know, making yeah. black old women noises. Yeah, mm, mm, mm. Mm. baby. Mm. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> when they look at each other, yeah, you they see, look at you see, like an old sister that you know has like fifteen church hats. <laughs> look at somebody else, like, mm, what is? Why is he up? Why does he, baby? Just, I don't know. Maybe and back then, it was not no TV. Right. So all people knew was Pryor or Cosby. Right, right. And it, I mean, well, Pryor, Cosby, or Murphy. And then Eddie. And Murphy right. started to pop real right. good. And, and, and I what was year, like... What year did you start? 84. 84. So, yeah, so that was... Delirious had just yeah. come out. So, so yeah. If you yeah. ain't Murphy, they don't... Yeah. Because that, that's what's, what's interesting is when someone... Pops, whether it's when Pryor, when Cosby popped, when he did, when Pryor popped, when Damon popped, when Rock, uh, with Kev more recently, when someone pops in the comedy world, there's a shift in the the public's conscious of what they what? expect. Expect, yes. And, and so they become conditioned to a certain style. So when Def Comedy Jam popped, yeah, then. Uh, Suddenly, Sinbad style, and Sinbad's a beast. Let but, me tell you something. Yeah. Sinbad is, out of two comics I've seen live, uh -huh. that was the best I've ever seen. Yeah, man. <laughs> one was definitely Sinbad, uh -huh. and one Thank was... Thank you, uh, Keith. I appreciate that. Thank you. Dean J. Leno. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Those Jay guys. Leno. I heard, Jay Leno I heard, I've monster. heard stories about Jay Leno. Jay Leno was an absolute... I was like this, like... <laughs> When when did you see Leno? Like, is this I, recent? Okay, 80, back then. Yeah, okay. 84, right? 84, okay. 85. Okay. Most, he came to that club. And I, you know, because you got to realize, I'm South Philly. I'm still, we, we used to have the biggest race rides of all time. Mm -hmm. So I'm not white guy friendly. Right. At all. I'm not white guy friendly. So I'm like, this white boy. I'll see him now. See what he got. Uh, Jay Leno smoked the thing so bad. I'm like, now I knew, to be fair, that George Carlin was a beast. Right. You know, as it was, and I, I, I kind of, you know, dude, uh, Woody Allen, mm -hmm. I, one of my favorites, was great too. Right. But in my dark black heart, I still, <laughs> I still, his dark black heart. <laughs> I still, you know, my racism chased him out a little bit. Right, right. But uh, watching Leno on stage, I was like, Ugh. it depressed me. I'm like, I, I gotta get better. Because yeah. he was that good. Yeah, he was like, I, I, dude, I, I. I always hear stories. You hear those stories. And because, once again, so we got conditioned. I remember seeing Leno on on old uh, Carson. I remember uh -huh. seeing Leno both uh, do sets on Carson and then guest host on Carson. Yeah. But there's a generation of comics that grew up only knowing Jay Leno 
as the host of the and Tonight they try Show. To, they try to distance and, them. And they're like, yeah. And, and so they became fans of Letterman just because Letterman became... Count, at, at one point, Letterman was counterculture. To me, eventually, Leno, or, um, Letterman became culture, culture too. too. Same thing, yeah. You know, but there was a time he was the young, edgy dude, whereas Jay Leno sort of conformed. Right. You know? They're like, hey, I want to stay in this business. I right. want to do what I do. I want to be but number Leno, one. Leno, well, I just, I mean, I, I just remember that show. I'm like, you know, because I've seen all the white dudes. I'm like, ah, these white guys. Right. Whatever. I got it. Right. Know, right, 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 right. You think you got him? I got him. Man. Right. Then I see Leno go up there, and it, he was, was it was it his jokes? Was it his, his swagger? Jokes, was it his both jokes? Okay. He had the jokes, the everything, the whole Every, package. The, the package. He was a monster. <laughs> when you okay. you recognize a monster when it beat the racism down <laughs> in my dark black heart. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? I don't yeah. give nobody nothing. White right. guy, you know, right. you're a white guy, you're going to have a hard time right. with me. Right. Back then, because right. I'm straight from the project, right. straight from, we South probably Philly. just had a had a couple of rumbles. Right. You know what I mean? But With the Sarah, S on that, on the, uh, but I had my Lord uh, Barcelona. Yeah. <laughs> right. But, uh, and then I seen him, but then my goofy runner, my stupid mouth, after I seen him, I seen Sinbad around 86. Okay. Right, I, right, like post. Uh, this was post Star Search after Sinbad. Yeah, he was after. I think he was right, 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 right after, after and he just may have done like one episode of the one Cosby Show. Of Cosby, right, but he was opening up for Anita Baker and Luther Vandross. Mm, mm. And I, he came on. I seen him on Star Search, and my girl, I elbowed like this cornball. Yes, but hold up, time out. Here's what's funny. <laughs> we all, at some point, every young black cat, because the shift in comedy went to Murph. Went to Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we all were like, this this dude with the high pants on the high, butt on his back and <laughs> he got on weird outfits and, and uh, yeah. uh lightning bolts uh streak in his hair. Who this dude? But go ahead. I'm telling my girl, my hopefully he gets over so we can get on and see Anita Baker and uh And you're you're a full, you're a comic at this yeah, point. I'm a, a comic couple years now. in. And she said, You sure? I'm like, Shh. it's nothing. I'll <laughs> I'll kill him. I, sh I should be. You, you like who on some? I should be on stage. I should be. I should be opening. For I should be here. He's one of those corny. This is funny. Those corny star search comics. Ready? I'm like he's one. And later on, right. I was a corny star search comic for a hundred thousand dollars. I do remember that. I do remember that. So, but I'm trashing Sinbad. She yeah. says, "Yeah, uh, I guess he does think." I said, "Oh, please." Sinbad got on that stage at the Spectrum, 18,000 people ooh. strong, and made them laugh like I've never seen anybody. I was like this. And she was, my girlfriend was in tears crying. Wow. And I was, I'm, I'm right with her. She said, I thought you said he, he's awful. Like, I'm sorry. Just, I, I didn't know. <laughs> Sinbad handled that crowd, 18,000 strong. And like nobody. And people have to understand, like, for whether you're a New Jack comic out there, whether you're a veteran out there, or to, just a lay to person. Shut your mouth. <laughs> right? When 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 you're opening, because you and you've 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 dealt with this open opening for everyone from Bernie to to Wanda to I'm sure you've worked with musical acts before. Yes. When people come to see whoever they paid $75 for. They really don't care about you, right? Right? They don't care. I was just—we were talking about um, uh, uh, Jill Scott was just Jilly from Philly, yeah. your, your own. Jill just did a show at this new renovated theater in Brooklyn, the the King's Theater, and so we were talking because I've seen her now probably six, seven times live. Oh, you love Jill? I Scott. love Jill. Love, <laughs> love Jill from from the Roots days, right? So she did. Um, her and Maxwell, when Maxwell did that comeback album a couple years back, right. Jill was consistently putting records out, right? So they put her on the co-headliner bill. And in my mind, I was like, I was kind of tight because I was like, well, she put out it consistently. She got like four, four or five albums. He only got like two or three, right? Yeah, you were dissing Go Maxwell. Out. <laughs> Not dissing him, but the artist in me was like, she's been consistent I know she's. I know he's gonna close because there are gonna be more women in the audience, and so they gotta cater to who's gonna scream, right? And I stand by it. <laughs> Jill should have closed. Jill, just because her stage show is is incredible, where she's singing, she's doing shtick and some jokes. 
She's acting. She's doing opera. She's singing in Spanish. She does just all dancing. She got the whole crew. Right. So Guy Tory um, opens up. This is at the Garden, right? Same thing. Eighteen thousand strong. Guy Tory's at the Garden. I'm actually now wanting to enjoy the show, but I'm like, oh, that's my man, Guy. Damn, you know, because I know no one cares about Guy Tory. <laughs> no one paid money. The ticket doesn't say doesn't say Maxwell. J- that was around 2010. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, like they were asking me to do the, the do the tour. Oh, see, yeah. So <laughs> no one cares because you care about who's whose names on the ticket. Right. When people are rushing through traffic, whether it's driving or they're on the subway and they're mad at their girl because she took too long in the mirror, they're mad because they they think they're going to miss Jill Scott or Maxwell. And when they get there and they see Guy Tory on the stage, they're like, oh, good, damn, the show didn't start yet. (laughs) That is a great analogy. Absolutely. Because that's the appetizer. So same thing, Sinbad destroying in front of Anita Baker... In in eighty what eighty five eighty six eighty six eighty six eighty seven Anita yeah. Anita had songtress she then. was yeah, yeah. rapture like rapture yeah Anita was the was the was the chick that rappers started quoting the same way people were saying like that Halle Berry like Anita was the first <laughs> was like the yeah. first sister that had that cropped haircut yes yes that dudes were like yo I like girls with short hair <laughs> yeah Anita was fire huge. she was huge. So for him to go on in front of 18,000 before her. Before, right? Before, before her. Just wrecked Knowing that nobody is really there for it. Because that's what's going through. And I'm, a, I'm in there trashing them. I'm one of the people trashing them. And you it figure. Stinks. You figure there's <laughs> another couple of thousand people. Yeah. And they're we, like, that, 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 that are from South Philly or yeah. wherever. And they're like, who this cornball dude with the hammer pants on? <laughs> he had the hammer He had the, the hammer bright pants. colors. <laughs> bright colors? Who this bright color, color, colorful Sesame Street looking yeah. cat? And this dude put his foot in him, and that's and that's respect, you that, know. He Sinbad was just, I'm like, I, I'm like, wow. I mean, he was just hitting upside the head so hard. Uh-huh. I'm like, why well, I can't? Can I ever be that good? You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, he almost he turned me completely around. Like, all right, well, maybe, maybe I'll try something else. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay, so that so you took two beatings in a short time. Mentally, uh, mentally, as a comic, because you're like, oh damn, this is how it's, yeah, this is how you do it. Because you run your stupid mouth, yeah. as a comic, thinking yeah. you got the answers, and then you see somebody that really puts it down. Then yeah. you go, okay, all right, I got to shut my dumb mouth. That's the first thing I got to do, right? And, and keep it moving from there. And listen, and it's a constant learning process. Yeah, you know, you don't nobody figured out comedy, right? If you think right. you figured it out, then you finish yourself. Right, comedy has so many different angles to it, yeah. and different twists. There's a new new twist every other day. Going, you week. think Bill Cosby figured out comedy? Oh, well, Bill Cosby <laughs> figured out something. <laughs> which is we, which is actually interesting. Hold on, what? How 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 far are we in? Because so let's break this into two into two. Yo, so boom, we going we going to pick up with Cosby. Yeah, and, and, and y'all going to tune in next week. Keith, where can people find you on the social network where you don't hardly tweet or, or I, Instagram? I'm on, I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm on Twitter, man. Uh, one Keith Robinson. One Keith Robinson? Yeah, and KWR Soup on Instagram, which okay. I'm never on, for real, for real. You really aren't. Whatever, man. I think you got I, two posts on Instagram. I got uh, two posts. That's all two, I got yeah. is two. Because I don't really know how to do it. <laughs> and... You know, I'm always late to the party, man. But better late than never, man. I'm late to the party. Keith just got an Activision uh, (laughs) to play video games. (laughs) You got a ColecoVision. You know what? They go check out that Trainwreck movie. Boom, boom. Check out Trainwreck. Check out Trainwreck. He got a nice uh, look. John Cena in his place. Boom, boom. Slap the fire out of John Cena. (laughs) South Philly, son. South Philly style. South Philly. And the special, Back of the Bus Funny. That's what, yeah. Check out Back of the Bus Funny, man. That's coming on... uh, Comedy Dynamics, which was supposed to be on iTunes, but whatever. What's man. Comedy Dynamics? That's, That's the new... people who did it. So, oh, okay. It's whatever. Producers. It's Comedy okay. Dynamics, but you know, it's good, man. Oh, and yo, stupid I... Kevin Hart produced it. <laughs> He's an idiot. All right. That's my yo, shout out. Make sure you check out Keith's special. I, I can I just say I went to the taping and 
He put his foot in them, man. Back of the bus funny. Um, back we, of that bus, y'all know what it means. Y'all know what the back of the bus means. Just like the back of back of my wedding. Back, back of your, <laughs> the back of my wedding is where all the, the fun back was. Back of anything is where the, the fun back is. Of anything is where the fun is, man. <laughs> hey, yo, this is your man Dean Edwards. As always, yo, make sure you go to uh, uh, subscribe. Go to iTunes or, or if you're on SoundCloud, whatever you listen on, comment. Leave us comments. Subscribe. Like. And uh, you can follow me on all social media uh, at I A M Dean Edwards because that's who I am. Keep we going. We gonna keep this. Uh, we gonna keep this party rolling in the next episode, y'all. Uh, strap in. We we about to take off and take it to a high level, son. It's going down, son. Big Mike in the big building. Thanks for the sounds, man. We'll catch y'all next week. All love. Two fingers, peasy.